Okay, this is the project called the, uh, the Crown Goes Viral.com. It's a hugely important sicha that we're going to learn because, as we've been saying, the battle is, sorry, firstly, first and foremost, this is the Rafua Shlema Aranyakov Ben Bunya, a complete Rafua Shlema, um, Chaim Levy Ben Hanapriva, complete Rafua Shlema, Menachem um, Mendel Ben Sara, uh, I forget who else. Okay, we're going to think of it soon. Oh, oh, you Did I read the last you gave me? All Chaleli Yisrael. Oh, you can't. been afflicted in any way, and especially through this crown corona thing, we're going to win the battle. It's not going to be a Malik, it's going to be Maisha Rabbeinu and Anshay Maisha. Anshay Maisha will win the battle. Maybe let's not call it a battle. We'll win the, it's a duel. And Anshay Maisha, as it says in Chumash, that choose for yourself people, an army, that they will be Anshay Maisha. So the Anshay Maisha, the representatives of Maisha Rabbeinu, the army of Maisha Rabbeinu, is in, um, in a dispute, in a battle with a Malek. And it's COVID-19 versus COVID-19, which we promised to explain, which we still didn't get to. But this is all leading up to base Nissan this Friday and Yud Aleph Nissan and Pesach. Who gets the crown? Who gets the crown? Who wins the crown? You have one crown that's targeting, that somehow flies across the world, world traveler, not a good crown, a Malik's crown. COVID-19, on the lookout for lungs, people's respiratory systems, God forbid, um, let him go to Sinai Yisrael and nowhere else, and nowhere else, uh, or let him go back to the bats and, and, and the snakes. So we're going to strengthen the crown if it's a battle of the crown versus the crown. Of course, the crown of COVID-19 is not a real match for the crown of David Malka Mashiach. But we want to do straight things to strengthen the, the, the crown of David Malka Mashiach. The question is, how do we do it? And we're going to see in this Sicha. This is the Sicha for this Friday. And just one introduction. This Friday is based on it's the Histalkus of the Rebbe Rashab. Why is that important? We said before that when the Rebbe Rashad established Tamchei Tminim in Taf Reish Tadid Ches, 1897-98, when he established it, it was a revolution, and it took three years until the name was given, and clearly until it reached a certain level of substantiality, and this was the introduction of Chayelei based David, the army, the soldiers of, of David Amelech who go out to fight the world and do a Christmas brisk, give a get to Gashmis, which at that point probably meant walk away from Gashmis, put yourself into Ruchmias. Today that means something entirely different. Walk away from the misunderstanding about Gashmis Walk away from the lavush of Gashmias, the, the um, externals of Gashmias, how it looks 
in the world and step into the internals of Gashmias, which is that Atmos is embedded fully right there in the physical world. Which this is the whole battle of Mitzrayim when we were when we were told to stay in our homes when we left Mitzrayim the night that we left Mitzrayim, the the last bits of the battle were what is our understanding of nature? That's a whole other topic, which is in another year. <coughs> so the point is, just picture this. It's 1901. It's Tafresh Samach Aleph. And the Rebbe Rashab is announcing the name of Tamchet Mimim, etc. And this is a revolution. It's revolutionary in many, many ways, but this is the the army that will bring Mashiach and a young army of young students. And the Rebbe Rashab says that there, it will be a, a hundred-year battle, 50 years of those who fight the footsteps of Hashem, 50 years of those who fight the footsteps of Mashiach. From, not, from 1901, 50 years is 1951, when the Rebbe accepted the leadership. That's the first 50 years. Against those who fight the footsteps of Hashem. Second 50 years, 1951, Tafshin Yeralef, two, add 50 years to that. 2001, what happened? 9-11. September 11th. Which, at that moment, the world changed radically. So one of the things we really probably wondered all the years is, okay, if this is a 100-year battle, what happens when the 100 years are over? What exactly will happen? Mashiach comes, clearly. What's that going to look like? Mashiach comes. What will, will it entail? What will the steps be? What, what will be the first changes, the second changes, and third changes? So <clears throat> we see what happened from 9-11, a very different world, in a negative way and in a positive way. In the negative way, um, God forbid, Rafanuslan may it be a thing of the past, world terrorism became everybody's greatest fear. No one felt safe anymore. Whereas before that, people felt, you know, yes, there was the whole thing with hijackings, I think, in the 70s, the 80s. That was pretty scary. Maybe the 90s, I don't, it was pretty scary, but now it was a whole new level of people in their daily lives, you know, going to Target, always thought that they were safe going to Target. I don't mean Target, I'm going to, I shouldn't call it Target, right? Oops, Walmart, Home Depot, Lowe's. They figured, you're going to Lowe's, you're buying some uh, blinds for the window. How uneventful, how eventful could it be? And from, from the, that moment, 2001, 9-11, people started to feel differently. So that was the end of that 100 years. Now we seem to have come to the second phase of the 100 years, and it makes us wonder, which 100 years was the Rebbe Rashab referring to? Did the Rebbe Rashab mean from the minute he made that announcement, Safresh Samachalaf, 1901 to 2001, is that 100 years? Or did the Rebbe Rashab mean from the moment that his, he, he, 
he handed over the leadership to his son, the Friedrich Rebbe, Tafresh Pei, based in 1920. Tafresh Pei. Which one did it mean? Because when the Rebbe Rashab was handing over the leadership through his passing away, ostensibly, it all revolved around this battle with Amalek. 1901 was not so much, Tafresh Mechalaf was not so much a battle with Amalek. It was different things. And those who fight the footsteps of Hashem, Amalek is the main guy in this battle. So when Beis Nissan's Tafresh K came along, excuse me, about the second when Beis Nissan came along, it was preceded by Purim Kotan, by a large gathering in which Yidin were, Hasidim knew that it was completely illegal to get together. They, they had to stay home. They were not allowed to have public gatherings. It was illegal. Sounds like now, doesn't it? But it was illegal. Only Yidin, not the whole world, only Yidin were not allowed to get together. They couldn't have pushkas. They couldn't have mashka. They couldn't say Hasidus together. They couldn't learn Tyra together. All of that was illegal. We just have the part that it's illegal to get together in groups at this point. Interesting. This is Purim Katan, from which we have, you know, couldn't, uh, no, actually, we don't have Kuntus Purim Katan from then, but this is all part of the same process. So, and the Rebbe Rashab said to his son, Yaisif Yitzchak, Yaisif Yitzchak, what are you afraid of? They are nothing. The opponent, Amalek, KGB, they are nothing. And the KGB came in later, looked around, and left, which was completely miraculous, Apiteba. But at that point, whatever was accomplished by the Rebbe Rashab, that Purim Katan, was massive. And we understand now, this past Purim, we didn't have a Purim Katan this year because we only had one, one Purim, this past Purim was clearly something massive, massive, massive historically. Because after that, a Amalek came to visit New York. Invisibly, the invisible virus that no one can see but comes to stay. Do you have a place to stay for one guest? <laughs> well, I don't know how you know how many beds does he need. Oh, none. He's just micro, sub-microscopic, invisible. The invisible enemy that's not our friend. This seems to all have revolved around Purim this year because we knew that it was happening somewhere in the world, but nobody really took it seriously. If we had, people would have said, you know, no public Megillah readings, that wasn't anything, that wasn't on the agenda. On the contrary, we do what you didn't always do best. We get together and we, we use our kayak as, as a multitude to fight any, any difficulty. So somehow that Purim of Tafresh Pei, exactly 100 years ago, clearly it was highly, intensely, intimately tied to this Purim. That was Purim Katan then, 100 years ago. This Purim, exactly 100 years later, of Tafshin Pei, 1920 to 2020. And now we understand it's again the end of the 100 years. 
50 years of those who fought the footsteps of Hashem and 50 years of those who fought the footsteps of Mashiach. It's the second level. It's a whole other calculation of the 100 years. And we all know that it must be the case because we see the battle happening in front of our eyes. Oh, I'm saying, we're saying Tafresh Pei was Reish's Gayama Malik. The Rebbe Rashab ended his leadership with this mimer. This was his last mimer. Reish's Gayama Malik. A Malik is the king of all the nations, of whatever is negative in the nations, not the positive parts in the nations, but whatever is oppositional and negative and opposite of holy in the nations of the world, who's their king? Who's the leader of all the bad guys? At this point, a Amalek, racist guy Amalek. The Rebbe Rashab said this mimer in Tafresh Pace, and then the first mimer that was said by the Friedrich Rebbe as he assumed the leadership on base Nissan, which occurred this Friday, was Rashid Gaim Amalek. Amalek is the leader of the bad guys. And who's he fighting? He only has one. He just goes to the top. He's a king. The corona crown, he's a king. And he fights. Kings only fight kings. You know, kings don't busy themselves with fighting uh little people they don't have time <laughs> not their match the king fights the king a Malik fought four times fights four times in history when we came out of Mitzrayim when we were go, about to go into Eretz Yisrael with Shaul HaMelech uh, when we were about to go into Eretz Yisrael and then later on with Shaul HaMelech and then as we go into Yemaisa Mashiach each time there's a Malik and whom is he fighting? Just like the very first fight of Amalek, it was, Amalek was fighting Maishu Benu. Maishu Gaurish and Gailash Achwin. Maishu Benu. David Malcolm Ashikha. COVID 19, Amalek versus Dovid 19. David Malcolm Ashikha, Mashiach. Maishu Benu, Mashiach. So here it is. And we've come to the end of the second type of 100 years this Friday. The crown. Who's going to win the crown? So what we need to do is what was done the very first time with Maishu Rabbeinu. Maishu Rabbeinu, as long as he had his arms up, victory, Amalek was losing. When Maishu Rabbeinu became fatigued, whatever that would mean that Maishu Rabbeinu becomes fatigued, he doesn't become fatigued physically. The Rebbe's arms never became fatigued. The Rebbe gave dollars and dollars and dollars as long as people kept coming. There was no fatigue. The fatigue is a different kind of fatigue. It's not a physical fatigue. <clears throat> so how did, how did Maishu Rabbeinu, in the battle against the Malik, when his arms were fatigued, what, and, and a Malik would start to win, which feels like it's happening now, the Yidden, we had to hold up the arms of Maishu Rabbeinu and support him. And then we were winning again. So clearly that is the Avaita after 100 years. What happens? 1920 to 2020. Tough Reish Pei, Beis Nisan, the Tough Shin Pei, Beis What happens after 100 years? We're about to find out this Friday. Officially, Mashiach comes. How does Mashiach come? In the midst of this battle? When a mullet is putting everything he has into his last battle, we have to support the arms of Maishrabin.
which is all an introduction to why we're learning the Sikha. And the part of the Sikha, I think, that we're learning is pretty short, so that's good. Um, and as we said, it's for Rafua Shlema, for all the Yidden, who, especially Rabbi Shvei and, and Rabbi Goldstein and Rabbi Rohner, who need an immediate Rafua Shlema, they should jump out of their place where they're resting <laughs> comfortably, you know, and uh, they should be restored to absolutely full health and be able to just go around on the floors and be kachalim with people and strengthen people in Yana Mashiach and go home and 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 dance with the Rebbe to Geula. Okay, the Sikha. It's the Sikha Parshistav based Nisan Tavshim Memchas. I'm going to actually say some in Hebrew. This was said, Parshastav, it's a few weeks, how many weeks from Chafei Adar? Chafei Adar that year was the passing, the actual passing of Rebbe Zunchayim Mushka. And, well, it's about a week, right? We just celebrated Chafei Adar last week. So it's about a week. I, I, don't, I can't stop now to count the number of day, days. But from 25th of Adar to the 2nd of Nisan, and at that point, the Rebbe was already after Shiva, and the Rebbe was stressing the living should take the heart. Now notice, chai is life, and liboy is heart. There's something here about the Rebbe's hayra from Rebbe's and Chayamushka is living and heart. So the Rebbe is saying that every any date that shows something um, particular in the life of a person, when, when there's an event in the life of a person, of a Yid, and it happens every year, when there's an anniversary, when there is an anniversary for a Jew, we have to add. Why do we have to add when there's an anniversary for a Jew? Because there's an, there's an addition that happens. No Jew goes through an anniversary without an addition coming from above. There's an elevation. Our job is to match that elevation from below by making a vessel for the new light that is now going to be coming, coming down to us through that anniversary. As we said about a birthday, when you have a birthday and... W- and Oh, I'm sorry. This Chafei Adar is the birthday of Reb Sinchai Mushka. Sorry. Chafei Shvat that year was the Histalkus, the passing of Reb Sinchai Mushka. And Chafei Adar was the birthday that year when the Rebbe announced the importance of celebrating birthdays. Until then, there wasn't really a focus on celebrating birthdays except for Yerolus Nissen of the Rebbe. But in terms of personal birthdays, nobody was encouraged to make birthday parties and, and cake and for bringing. And that Chafei Adar, the Rebbe said, this is what we do now. Now that we have the passing of Rebbe Sinchai Moshe, we make birthday parties. Because on your birthday, you have an addition of life. You need to make a vessel for it. Light and life are pouring down. Anything that pours down needs a vessel. Without a vessel, never a good idea. Beautiful, deep, expensive, old, seasoned red wine on a very porous white tablecloth is not a really great idea unless there's a cup to catch the wine. With the cup, it's fantastic. Without the cup, 
it's not good. It's not a washable tablecloth. It's not good. Anything that comes down from above, it needs a vessel. Our birthday requires us making a vessel because a new light is coming down and an anniversary as well. Anniversary of of, of a, a wedding anniversary as well. So if this applies to the the personal life of every single Jew, if this applies to every Jew, when you have a birthday, when you have a wedding anniversary, new light comes down, you need to make a vessel. So much, so too, much more so for the Nasi, the leader of the generation, the Nasi Okol. So what does that mean? When you're talking about a private person, you have a flow of life on your anniversary, you need to make a vessel. Number two, when it comes to the Nasi, that's even more. This principle is kind of small potatoes, when you're talking about a plain Jew, when you're talking about the Nasi, who includes all the Neshamas, all hidden within him, anything that happens in his life is at, that is adding life to him, and anything in his leadership, his Nasiyah, which adds by us, anything that happens to him happens to us. And we, and when he has an addition, when new light is coming to him, there's a higher shlemus, there's a higher completion that's given to, to, those, to the Nisim and then to us than was ever before. That means how much hashpa they can have on us. And then, of course, how much hashpa we can have. How much leadership there is. There's a whole upgrade in leadership in the Nasi on his anniversary. Of course, on his birthday, but how much more so on the day that he became the leader. The day of leadership of the, of the Nasi, what we're going to see is not just the day that he became the leader. The day, our day of life is our birthday. You were brought into the world and now you have life. Thank God. That's our day of life. What's the day of life for the Nasi, for the king? For the king, his day of life, of course, is his birthday. As a regular Jew, a king is also a regular Jew. So his day of life as a regular Jew is his birthday. But as a Nasi, his day of life is the day that he became the, the Nasi. As a king, his day of life is the day that he became the king. That's the day that he became the king. The day that he became the Nasi, which in this case is Beis Nisan. The Friedrich Rebbe became the Nasi, and since the Friedrich Rebbe is one piece with the Rebbe, the sixth and seventh generation, the day of life for the sixth and seventh generation, the Rebbe and the Friedrich, the Friedrich Rebbe and the Rebbe, is Beis Nisan. That's the day that the Friedrich Rebbe became the Nasi. The Rebbe Rashab was nostalgic, passed away, and, and automatically, we'll see in a second, the Friedrich Rebbe became Nasi. That's his day of life. If it's his day of life, it's our day of life. If it's our day of life, it's the day of life for the entire world. 
number of years ago, I remember I taught seventh grade and I took them on a trip to Botanical Garden on Basinus and, and I said, look at all these trees and look at all these flowers and look at how everything is, has just come to life because today is the day of life for the world. And it truly is. It's not a, it's not a cute poetic thing. It becomes, it's the day of life for the entire world, Basinus and when it comes to a hundred years of of this day of life, the hundredth anniversary of the day of life for the generation and for the world, that's a wow. Where do we go from there? So, as the Rebbe says, in our case, Beis Nissen, the Skalkatalula of the Rebbe Rashab, and and the beginning of the Nesias of the Friedrich Rebbe Nesidarenu, that Asher. So, this day baseness and Asher Yom Zeh, this day baseness and who Yom Miyuchad Nasi. This is a special day in the life of the Nasi, the Yom Miyuchad the Indian and Nasius, and and a special day in Nasius in leadership. Hatchalas and Nasius shall Nasidarenu. It's the beginning of the Nasius of Nasidarenu. Hakolalas is called Hemshach and Nasius. It includes the entire continuation of leadership. Adbias Gael Tzedek. So leadership. Kingship is all included in this day of base Nissan, which, by the way, I'm going to postulate that that means also our ability to be leaders in our own right, each Yid and then specifically each woman, each Jewish woman, the day through which the elevation is coming, when the upgrade is happening, is base Nissan in our, in our ability, in our leadership qualities. And... This year being 100 years, it's something beyond, beyond, beyond. I'm also going to say parenthetically, here, I'm going to read one more line here, and then I'll say, So when Beis Nissen comes every year, when Beis Nissen comes every single year, there's an elevation, uh, a tremendous elevation in the Indian of Nisias. So, um, and one of the things about this day, there was no dispute. Sometimes a king will give over the leadership, the kingship, to the, to the next, to his son. But there's a dispute because there are a lot of sons. And so it's really a giving over the leadership with a question. This is with no question because he's B'no Yechida. Friedrich Rebbe was the only son of the Rebbe Rashab. So he, he as the Rebbe says in the footnote, he um, inherits the Malchus and the Nesias, um and he doesn't need Mashiach. He, do, he doesn't need, um, what's the word, anointing. And, and because, um, because he inherits the Nesias, so he doesn't need anointing, it's one piece. And the Echidah, he's his only son, that ain't makamach like us. There's no dispute. This is a full leadership that's one piece. So we see that on base Nissan, that means if the Rebbe Rashab is giving over without question, literally without a, without a blink, without a, a, an interruption, just one piece to the Friedrich Rebbe, what is that really? What is that really? It's really, if you're looking at the first five generations of Chabad, uh, you know, if we're going to say the first five spheres are Chesed, Gvortiparet, and those are different spheres from Yisait and Malchus, 
The first five are kind of the givers, and Yisait and Malchus are the ones that funnel everything down into the world. So we have the end of the first five generations, ending with the Rebbe Rashab, and all of this is funneled into, <coughs> into the Friedrich Rebbe and the Rebbe. We're talking about leadership from all of the generations being funneled down through this day. And you can see something unusual because in other generations, who talked about simple people being leaders? Like there were the leaders and then there were simple people. Like nobody, you know, today everybody's a CEO of his own company and everybody's a leader and everybody, you know, spearheads a movement and everybody does that. So if that's the case, this is the day that empowers it. So, um, and as we're saying, 100 years means we've come to something really huge. Um, okay. One comment? Okay. Okay. So we're saying, this is the day of life. We now are reaching 100 years of life. We are being given life. What is life? I don't know what that means. For some people, life means, you know, well, we know now. Take it all away, and then you figure out what your life is all about. How, you know, if I can't go to the cafe, there's kind of no life, etc. So we know everybody has a definition of life. What does Tyra say life is? And what is life for the leader of the generation? Leadership. Interesting that from the time that this sikhul was set in 1988, we see an obsession with leadership among the whole population. Because until 1988, maybe, you know, you would always have these kind of weirdos who had these, massive dreams and sometimes there were safe people and sometimes not safe people. Napoleon had this dream of being the leader of the whole world. Paro had this dream. Alexander the Great. All these, I don't want to say the ugly, other ugly names. They wanted to be the leaders of the world. They were obsessed with leadership. The rest of the people were not obsessed with leadership. Comes 1988. At 1988, everything started to change. If you kind of watch the patterns, Passing of Rebbe Sinchai Moshka, as the Rebbe said, begins the third Tukufa, the third era in which the world starts to walk in sync with Tyra. And here, this idea of leadership, 1988, Beis Nissan, from that moment on, you start to see that everybody, that's when everybody, you know, I can make my own company and I'm the CEO and this one, you know, and eventually internet and you have your own website and they don't call me America's foremost uh, uh, ingrown toenail expert for nothing. Well, who calls you America's expert on ingrown toenails? I don't know. You called yourself, and you, you made it. You got a domain name. You got yourself a website, and you call yourself that. Who's going to dispute it? And everybody became obsessed with leadership. I'm the leader. World leadership, and it became possible. And it became possible to tap into world leadership in a way that. Um, Everybody felt it. Everybody sort of felt it. Because 
life became connected with leadership. And so the leadership of Nisi Dorenu, and it's almost like we are mimicking it and we're feeling our own leadership abilities. So we're just going to do this This here. The Rebbe says, what does Hachai Tena Libai, what, what does base Nisan and leadership and the hundred, now in this case, a hundred years of leadership have to do with life? The living should take it to heart. This is well known, about the Nasi and the king, about the leader of the generation and the king. The Rambam says, we know that he is the head of the Jewish, the Jewish people. The king is the head, sorry, he's the heart of the Jewish people. The king is the heart of the Jewish people. The leader is the, the leader of the generation, the Nasi, is the heart of the Jewish people. He's the heart. What is the heart? It's the place where the blood is. The blood gives life to the body. Now, let's stop and say something about biology, which is that... Um, uh, let's talk about the lungs because uh, everybody's thinking about their lungs right now. How to, you know, let's say in the good way. Everybody, if there's one physical, if there's one organ in the body that everybody is thinking about now, uh, it's the lungs. Let's just say that you go online and you see an article about uh how to, you know, how to keep, um, I don't know, how to keep your hearing good or something. You know, you may not have the patience to read it, but anything about the lungs, well, we are all thinking about lungs, aren't we? Now, the question is, what do the lungs do? In the other year, I talked about, you know, what Tyra says about what lungs do. But here, biologically, lungs take in air. There you are, your lungs are the interface with the outside world. You also have a mouth that's the interface with the outside world you're taking in food. <coughs> but the closest, most intimate connection with life is through the air. And, the, and food, a person can go quite long without food, less time without water. But air is pretty short. The the strongest link we have with life as we interface with the outside world is through breathing through the lungs. We breathe in air. What, what kind of air do you need? Why do you need this air? One of the reasons I'm saying this is the biological reason, not the, not the tire reason, you need this air because you need oxygen. It comes in through air. Comes in, I'm going to have to go online and refresh my my biology degree stuff and remember what how the the parts of the lungs but it comes in as one big bulk of air you know breathe in right now breathe in and which is why we're doing all our remedies to keep the nasal passages a place that are only breathing in good stuff and no we don't want any bad guys we don't want a mullock by the way hanging out in our nasal passages or our throat, uh, we've got a job to do. To take in air from the world, to take in oxygen. We've got a very important job. Take in that oxygen, 
And the lungs are there to make it happen. And as this bunch of air comes in to the lungs, all of these molecules, you know, you have these oxygen molecules, and they're told, okay, man, stand in line single file. Why do they have to stand in line single file? Kind of like today, if you want to go into a store, you have to stand in line outside and they let you in one at a time. Seriously, right? They let you in one at a time. You have to stand in line outside. You can't come, if you come as a big group, it used to be big groups of people walked into a store and everybody just mingled around. Everybody was there in one big group. Today it's single file. One person at a time is allowed in the door. That's the case with um, oxygen. One oxygen molecule at a time goes across the barrier into the cell, into the bloodstream, one by one. Men, stand in line. Line up at the door. They only let in one at a time. And each one, one by one, goes, the cell wall will only allow one at a time, goes across the cell wall, goes across the barrier, and bingo, now you have oxygen, oxygen in the blood. Now we're into the sikha. The blood needs oxygen to give life and create life and preserve life and continue life. Why all of that? I have to refer- review my notes. <laughs> I forget what I learned all those years. But why it needs oxygen? It needs oxygen. Your blood needs to be oxygenated. That's how life physically is preserved. How am I going to get it? Through my lungs. Through my breathing. My breathing has to be strong, healthy, powerful breathing. It all has to work well. That's so interesting. A Amalek says, hey, I know where to go now. <laughs> it's unbelievable that a Amalek decided that he's going to Rahman may he just, you know, evaporate immediately. He's, 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 you know, sitting at home watching videos of lungs and, you know. <laughs> what, what, what's his fashion fascination with lungs? The lungs are intimately connected with the blood. The blood is connected with the heart. Therefore, we have life. So this is what the Rebbe is referring to in the Sikha. So about, it says, so about the, the king and the nasi, he's the heart, and the immune of the heart is, it's the place where the blood is, which gives life to the whole body. The oxen, oxygenated blood that got oxygen from the lungs, that got it from out there in the world. That's all, the two of them, the lungs and the heart and the blood, the three of them. They're intimately connected. So although this sikha is not referring to the lungs, it's one piece. They work, they work together. God, thank God, thank God. Amalek, he's doing it through the back door and he's not going to win. Thank God, thank God, thank God. He isn't thinking about people's hearts. He's thinking about lungs. It's a more indirect approach. And he's going to be defeated because of it. He is going to be defeated by Maishu Rabbeinu, by the Nasi, by the king, by David Amelech. He is going, going to, he's being defeated as we speak. 
And all the yidn are going to have a refuah shlema. This is where it's all happening. So, more specifically, melech is reshetavis mayach lev kaved. Salas shlitin enen, mayach liba vekveda. Um, as it says in uh, Magina of Avos to the Rashbat. So, and in the Tzitzay Zayar. So, Melech, the king, stands for Mayach, head, brain, um, sorry, lab, heart, and Kaved, liver. The liver is where, first of all, inter- okay, we'll get to the liver in a second, but it's, it is the seat of anger, by the way, and it is the place where a lot of filtering is happening. It's important to, and it's a place where if you drink too many lachaims, it's not so great. You know, so go figure that out. What the connection is between drinking lachaim and the liver, right? But it is what it is. So the mayach, the king, is really a combination of these three energies: the head, the heart. The liver. What's the head? What's the brain? That's the head of the chayas of the body. It controls life. It's, it's not the place where the life is happening, but it directs what you do with the life. Because the ikr, um, um, resting of the neshama is in the brain. So the interface between ruchnias, and the person is in the neshama, which is in the brain. So, so we understand we're talking about godliness being the picture, the live stream experience of there is Hashem right here, I see him. Oh my goodness, I can't believe it. He's right there. It's happening live stream. We have two parts of our neshama. The part of our neshama above the body and the part of our neshama inside the body. The part of our neshama above the body, as the Rebbe says in Kuntras Purim Katan, it's sort of experiencing Hashem live stream, literally. Oh my goodness, I can't believe there's Hashem right here, I see him. Over there you don't, on the, the level of the neshama above the body, you don't need a muna and betachen. You know why you don't need a muna and betachen? You see clearly. It, you know, do... It, if I'm I'm sitting here right, I'm sitting in front of the window. I don't need a moon in Betachem to believe that I'm sitting in front of a window. I see that I'm sitting in front of a window. But look, there are cars driving past on my street. Oh, you need such a moon in Betachem. Wow, you're so amazing. You really believe there are cars driving down the street? No, I don't believe there are cars driving down the street. I see it. I don't know. I don't need belief. I don't need a moon in Betachem. When do I need a moon in Betachem? When I'm, it doesn't look like it. When it doesn't look like it. The part of the neshama in the body doesn't see Hashem openly. It's already concealed in the body. So it has to have a moon and betachen and believe. It's a hard job for the part of the neshama in the body. It has to believe when it doesn't see. The other part of the neshama above the body, it sees. It doesn't have to believe. And there's another way that the part of the neshama in the body experiences Hashem. The two brothers, the part, you know, the neshama up there and the neshama down here, they're, they're, they're constantly on a, you know, a 24-7 WhatsApp call. 
watch that video call. They're, they're communicating with each other all the time. So the part of the neshama, or sisters, part of the neshama above the body says, well, there's Hashem and he's doing this, this, and this. And the part of the neshama in the body is saying, wow, really? Tell me more. So that's how we have a moon and betachon. Our sister, our twin sister up there is telling us. So that's our, so, and all of this is happening through the brain. And the brain then spreads out to all the limbs. It gives directions. Finger bend. Um, eyelid blink. How did your eyelid know to blink? <coughs> Every limb receives chayas from the brain. Life. Every limb receives life from the brain and receives um, directions what to do from the brain. The kayak a light, and it receives the kayak that it needs, if according to its um, abilities. The eyelid receives different instructions and a different life um, and, and different kinds of kayakas than the than the toe. The fingers, which can play piano, play violin and all of that, receive a very different kind of uh, energies from the brain and instructions as opposed to the the eyelid. Nobody's going to play piano with their eyelid or violin with their eyelid. On the other hand, you can't blink with your fingers. So they get each one, they each do, each one has a different shlichus, and they do their different shlichus based on how they're being fed and empowered by the brain. So the brain, your brain is part of this melech, kingship. This life, kingship, triumvirate. So because of all of this, each limb gets its own kayak, specifically. So therefore the brain rules each part of the body according to what it needs and gives directions according to what it needs. When you're standing on a, an, um, you're standing with bare feet on a, a, a surface that's not flat, on the side of a mountain, your brain says, toes, grab the earth. Don't just flatten out. Feet, don't just flatten out. Toes, grab the earth. You need to balance yourself, etc. Every part of the body gets different instructions, different kaychus, different infusion of abilities, etc. Different shlichus at every given moment. It's changing. This is part of the melech, king, nasi, uh, energy, okay, and then one other thing: the liver, hakaved, kuladam, karish. All all the Rebbe says here is the liver is full of blood. Now remember, same old. Okay, here we have it: same old oxygenated blood. In order, you know, one one of the things they say: deep breathing. If you can't, if you're not thinking well. You know, I don't know, my head isn't working. I don't know, I can't focus. Uh, what do I have to do next for Pesach? Let's think. I can't remember. <coughs> Sit down, take a deep breath. Excuse me, I need, to, <laughs> I need to do stuff for Pesach. What is a deep breath going to do? Is it going to kosher my, uh, is it going to clean my refrigerator? 
a deep breath. What? Why would I? How is it going to help me to take a deep breath when I need to clean my refrigerator? Oh, because I can't figure. I'm stuck. I can't figure out how to do it. I can't think. What do I do next? My brain isn't working. Okay. So how is deep breathing? So I don't know. Tap your brain. I don't know. What is it? What do you do? Take a, take deep a deep breath. Why? Because the brain needs blood that's full of oxygen. The lungs, the lungs are, you know, it's the organ of the day. Big hero, lungs. You got lungs? We are here to think about you, right? Today we're thinking about lungs. The lungs are the place where the oxygen is taken in to go to the blood, to go to the brain. The brain and the brain has life based on how well you breathe with your lungs. There's number one. In this thing of, in this triumvirate of Melech, it's all affected by the lungs, the breathing. No bad guys in there trying to slow down the breathing, God forbid. Good breathing so that the oxygen goes to the blood, which goes to the brain, and the brain can do its job of being the leader of the shlichus, of the, of the jobs that every part of the body has. And there are millions of jobs, and it's changing every second. And the brain is a brilliant computer that if it's given the oxygenated blood that comes from the breathing, from the lungs, then the brain is doing its job as the mem of melech. The liver, the covid, it filters it. I think it, it filters the blood. Filter is always separate the good guys from the bad guys. And the fact that energetically we know that it's the place of anger, when there's a lot of anger in a person's life, whether it's conscious anger or unconscious, unconscious anger, which that's a whole other issue, often unconscious anger will never show up, but it will show up as sadness or a whole bunch of other things. Indignation, etc. Whole, a whole lot of other things. So the, it's, going, it, it's all there in the liver. The liver is filtering it all out. The liver is very much affected by the emotions. The lungs are also affected by the emotions. The lungs are probably affected sort of maybe by a will to live, how strong it is. The liver is affected very much by anger or a feeling of feeling safe and knowing that Hashem is protecting us, etc., and things are working right, as opposed to the indignation of something went wrong. God forbid. That's the liver. It filters this blood, this oxygenated blood. Now, the heart. The heart is it is the highest of the body. The heart is the real life of the body. Why? Because it's the place where the blood is. It's oxygenated blood. The red blood is the one with oxygen. Goes, you know, it's going to out from the heart to all the limbs. And then the blue one is when the oxygen is, was dropped off to all the organs. And now it's going back to the heart without oxygen, on the way to get more. In an interaction with the lungs. So 
the heart is the place where the blood, which is the blood is the nefesh. That's where it's sitting. That's where it is in the heart. Through the heart, that's the, the, that's the place where the blood is and it's sent out. No blood sits there for any amount of time. It's always, it's always moving. It's being sent out in its job to carry out its job, energize this organ, give this. The, the brain says, do this, do that to every different organ. How do I do it? I need energy. Okay, I'm sending you some blood. And the blood comes with the oxygen and everything else and all the nutrients and it, and it drops off. It's like a, a, a brilliant, unbelievable UPS that's dropping off the packages that you need, exactly what you need for your job at the moment. So basically your life, you know, if like, we all feel now, you know, you can't go out of the house, you can't this, you can't go to the store, you can't anything. Thank God, at least we have UPS, although I haven't seen them here all day, so what's that? If UPS stops, God forbid, oh boy, it all shuts down, God forbid, because they're the guys who drop off what we need so that we can do our job in life and live. I need UPS to drop off my jars of peanut butter, my raw cacao powder, my vitamins, my, my food, my drinks, my water. My I need UPS. The blood is a massive UPS system. It's dropping off what you need, when you need, at the time that you need. Which means effectively it's giving you life. Hadam hu anefesh. And it sends out chayas, which is enclosed in the, in the blood. The nefesh hayaitim the, the, um, enclosed, ha nefesh. The nefesh and the, uh, and the chayas, the life force is is the nefesh, the blood is the nefesh, and it's going out to all the limbs. The saiva is saiva chaylech haruch chaim, and it goes round and round and round. Chaylech ruach chaim, the ruach chaim, the spirit of life, vadam, and the blood goes round and round and round and round and round in the body. Multiple cycles dropping off what you need in each individual place, like the UPS entry. So it drops off what you need, where you need, when you need, in every part of the body. As the Alter Rebbe says in the Gerasa Kaddish. So it comes out. So if there, if there is life force to the, 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 the organs of the body, it's because of the heart. The heart is the place. The brain says, send it out. Do this, and the heart sends. The heart is the central UPS. Sends it all out to us, to where we need it, when we need it. It's the central UPS. It's the king. The king gives us life. So, so the blood, which is the nefesh in the heart, it's not just what you get from the blood from the heart. You get, it's not just what you get from it, but this life force goes out throughout the whole body. And one other thing here, life is connected with movement. Where is the greatest movement in the body? Not in the brain. The brain doesn't move a lot. 
It's in the heart. Bum, 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 bum. The whole life of a person depends on the heart being in movement. It's always rasa and shuv. Pump out, take in. Pump out, send out, take in. Send out, take in. And it goes round and round to all the limbs, as it says in the Gerasa Kodesh. But the liver and the brain, they do not move much. They really hardly move. They don't move. They're still, they're still, and they send out what's needed, but they don't move. And the heart is constantly in movement. And that applies to the king and the nasi. He's the heart. As it says about, I think, Shola Melech, I think so, um, 23, oh, Parshas Pinchas. Oh, probably Maishravenu, maybe. Not Shalom Melech, probably Maishravenu. Um, that he sends them out and he brings them back. The, or maybe Pinchas, maybe it's speaking, it's speaking about the Jewish leader. Sorry, I, I, I don't really know. But whoever knows, the Jewish leader sends out life and then sends us out, brings us back, and sends out life and brings it all back to send out. And through this, we have hamshachot of chayes to the yid. We have a bringing down of life force from the king to the yid. That means the king is the one who gives life, and we'll see on another day, what we can do to give life to the king. Because the day of base mission is the day of life of the king. The day of life, we said, for a king, for a regular Jew, it's his birthday. For the king, we'll see in the, in the next paragraph, for the king, his day of life is the day that he becomes Nasi, he becomes the king. Because his kingship is his life. Life is kingship and kingship is life. Remember that when we're talking about kingship as a Jewish king, we're talking about clean, pure, holy kingship. We're not talking about Paro's kind of kingship. We're not talking about Napoleon's kind of kingship, Louis the Fourteenth, Louis the Sixteenth, because this is all unholy kingship which blocks Hashem. Holy kingship reveals Hashem and it becomes a transparent conduit for Hashem. That's real kingship. I'm expecting something from you, Right out mm-hmm. to the world. So the other examples of kingship, it's not real kingship. The Gaiisha kingship, it's not real kingship. Uh, um, and it gives life because real kingship is David Malka Mashiach, Mashiach. Mashiach is transparent. Mashiach is transparent, invisible, interesting. What was the dispute after Gimel Tammuz? That if you can't physically see the Rebbe, and you say, well, the Rebbe's here, physically, the goof, wow, it's so profound. You know, you had one group saying, the Rebbe's here, physically, the goof. It's a lot of years already, since Kimmel Thomas. The Rebbe's here, physically, the goof. And then you had other whole group saying, you are weirder than weird, because if you can't see the Rebbe, how can you say he's actually here physically, and not only doing his job spiritually, physically doing his job, and actually present here physically, we don't see him, so then it can't be. And all of a sudden... Is it for me? Almost 
30 years later. How many years is it from Tashinundalit? I don't know, 20 some years later, we come to the Nasi, the king of Amalek. And what does he do? He mimics the same thing. He mimics the same thing. Everybody agrees that Amalek's little virus. Yeah, you it is can't me. See. And everybody believes he's here. Yeah, I told you. Everybody no. believes he's it's here. Based um, on what the world says, based on the symptoms that he produces, based on his pa'ule, talking about this little virus, we can't see him. We don't ever expect to see him. And yet we know he's here and we know that he's here physically. Right? Very simple. We know that he's here physically. We can't see him because the frequency of this virus is that it's a different frequency that you can't see with your eyes. You want to say, because it's a sub-microscopic molecule. Well, how about if they all get together in a group? And maybe the thing is that we don't want them to get together in a group. We want them to be one at a time. They're less powerful that way. And it's interesting that we fight that unholy power by not being in groups, by being uh-huh. individuals, everybody oh. in their own home. Oh, the, oh, the we aren't taking our power from being as groups. Everybody's in their own home doing their own little shlichus, fighting this thing that is mimicking Maishabenu, Mashiach's own frequency, which is you can't see him, and yet he's physically there, and he's doing his job, and he's doing a shlichus, and you know he's doing a shlichus in spite of the fact that you can't physically see him because you have to attune your eyes to seeing him on a different frequency. This little thing is mimicking that power of Mashiach because Amalek, that's what Amalek does. He mimics Mashiach. He fights Mashiach by learning Mashiach's tricks and mimicking Mashiach. And, and not only that, what a virus does is it doesn't have its own DNA. It goes in and it parasitically takes over the DNA of healthy tissue and uses it for its own purpose to make more of itself. Rahman Islam. It doesn't have its own DNA. It mimics healthy live tissue and uses the apparatus of healthy live tissue to procreate and to be effective. It mimics. A Amalek mimics. A Amalek doesn't have its own real life. It mimics life and it parasitically feeds off Rahman Islam's life force of true life and truly living beings. So all of, may all of this explanation be the explanation that we blew the cover now uh, of what this little microscopic thing does, and you can leave Are now. Are the cookies? The cookies? Sir, the cookies? you can leave now. So just to finish this last paragraph, <laughs> so when we come to base Nissan, and 100 years of base Nissan, 100 years of 50 years that fight the footsteps of, of, of Hashem, and 50 years of those who fit, fit, the, fit the footsteps of Mashiach, which we're saying from 1920 to 50 is, takes us to 1970. What happened in 1970? Mashiach Sefer Torah. Interesting. From the first 50 years of this 100-year period, 
that the Rebbe Rashab is speaking about in the alternate counting. It's from Base Nissen of 1920 to, I guess, Base Nissen of 1970, but preceded by, and I don't know what happened. I wasn't here. Base, I mean, it was in the world, but it wasn't here, Base Nissen of 1970 of, of Tafshin Lamed. But it was just a few weeks after Yud Shvat of 1970 of Tafshin Lamed, Mashiach Sefer Torah began the second 50 years. And now we're done. We finished the second 50 years of those who oppose the footsteps of Mashiach. So a Amalek is done and just trying to have his last little bit of effect and we will not let him. He will not he will not prevail over Mashiach, God forbid. Mashiach will protect us all and prevail over him. So when it comes to base Nisan every year, the size of the the union of the heart becomes even stronger, meaning Hisapa in life. An addition in life happens every year base Nisan. More life to Yidin. Life. More life to Yidin. More life to the Nasi which is then filtered down to the Yidin. And life to a Yid means now Malchus, kingship. Shluchim of Melech Mashiach. That's life. Our life, if it wasn't before, which it should have been, is now upgraded, this space missing to our life is our connection, our our being extensions of Melech Mashiach to accept his Malchus. Expressed by, and the living should take to heart. It's all about your heart and life and giving life to the heart, the king, the Nasi. Until it comes down to the life, of, from the life of life, it will be given to you life. All the way to actual physical life, literally. So we're going to end here because the next piece will be um, about what we need to do. When base Nissen comes, this day when life is going to be coming to the generation in a way that it never did to the world, in a way beyond what it ever did before. The, the life force that will be coming down Thursday night and Friday into the world is beyond something we can possibly fathom. Our job is to quickly make the vessels to catch all that life force and then filter it out to the world, which today is eternal life. For that, it looks like we need upgrades in every part of the neshama, in every part of the body. Upgraded lungs, upgraded heart, upgraded brain, upgraded liver, right? Brain, heart, and liver. And the, the, the neighbor to the heart, the, the neighbor, the one that activates and makes this whole thing work are the lungs, upgraded lungs, breathing the air of Mashiach. And breathing out the air of Mashiach, interfacing with a world that is full of Mashiach. Why do we need to breathe? Because we're interfacing with the world. What do we need? We're, we're taking in the world. Why would you want to take in the world? You would think you would want to stay inward, 
and let the world stay out there. I don't want the world. If it's disgusting, a terrible world, I don't want it. Stay indoors. I don't want that world. And yet my lungs demand that I interface with the world. I, wherever I go, I'm, rea- I'm interfacing with the world. I'm breathing in the air of the place, which is why we're wearing masks now. Don't breathe in or breathe in selective ways. Stay home, breathe your own air. Don't breathe the air out there. But in general, because right now the air is transitioning. You know, they're spraying. Like they're spraying the air, and right now it's not so safe to be breathing the air because they're spraying it with Mashiach spray, and it's upgrading. So we, we, we're transitioning. So we need to stay away, you know, be careful, because it's very vulnerable air as the frequency of the air is being switched up to the 100 years seasoned, tried and true, having finished that shlichus of 100 years, heir of Mashiach, so that we're being prepared to interface with the world and take in nothing but goodness, holiness, leadership, kingship, life, eternal life, kedusha, you name it, nurturing, nourishing, love, purity, brotherhood, name it all the good things, we're being primed to be able to take in nothing other than that, than all of that goodness from the world. The, 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 the brain is there to detect what's good, what's not good, what's rest, what's not good for us, and, and to direct things. And the liver is there to filter what you take, what you don't. And the heart is there to send it all around and the lungs are interacting with this world and they need to be new lungs for a new world. Nayah came out of the table and said, and Eilam Chadash Ra. You saw Shemaim Chadashim and Eretz Chadashim and Shemaim Chadashim. You saw a new world. And so he wrote that we should, this base Nisan, we should walk into Yemaisi Mashiach with all of our Mashbim, all of our leaders, Yodalei ben Menucha Rachel, Sheyichia, Chaim Nitzchim, Ben Chaim Levi ben Chana Priva, and Menachem Mendel ben Sara, and and Yaakov, and Aaron Yaakov ben Bunya, and all of all of our Mashbim, our leaders, should stand up healthy, we should all healthily, with full of Kedusha and life, ultimate life, go to the Gula Mitzvah with ultimate life and filter the life of Mashiach out to the entire world and it should be even before.